Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Rod Beard, who joins us from the Detroit News on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline on our Fear the Deer Friday. Rod, thanks for a couple of minutes. Last time we talked to Rod, we talked to him for like five minutes about Stanley Johnson, and then he ended up not coming to Milwaukee. So (laughs) thank you for that, and uh, thanks for returning. Sorry we wasted your time on that. Yeah, sorry. No, it, it it is what it is until you figure out what the next uh, the next move is. But no, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, uh, at the top right here is uh, Blake Griffin. Is he playing at all in the series? What what do you know about him? Maybe playing Sunday night in Game One here. Well, we haven't really gotten any updates. Um, the, the latest has just been we'll see, we'll see. And I think um, the knee is bothering him. Certainly, he's not going to be a hundred percent even if he does play. But I think the issue is. Uh, how many days of rest can they get out of it? And maybe the Pistons got a little bit of a break with the schedule and getting three days of rest. And he didn't play in that Knicks game either, so it's going to be four days of rest. So if he's able to play, uh, it will be because he got this many days of rest. And again, between game one and game two, you get three more days of rest. So that might bode well for the Pistons, but we're, we're just not clear at all on what the condition of that knee is and if he's going to play at all. For the Pistons to get into this eighth seed here and take on Milwaukee, would you say up to this point they have – overachieved or underachieved with the new head coach and Dwayne Casey? You know, you look, you you start with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. The guard play, maybe they could use some improvements there, but just by having Griffin and Drummond, you would think that, I would think, this team could have a few more wins than they do. So from your point of view, is this an overachieving team or an underachieving team? I would say underachieving if you're looking at the record. And the unspoken part of this is Gish Smith's injury. He missed about 20 games with um, a groin issue. And so they've missed the last two years with Reggie Jackson uh, and now this Ishmael thing. And that's he's the catalyst for their bench. Without him, they're just a, another regular group, and that reserve group doesn't have the same engine and the speed and the pace that Ish brings. And so he's an, an un, so I would say maybe an, an undervalued piece of that that they don't, people don't understand how much he means to that second group, and the Pistons just aren't the same without him. So I think from a record perspective, yes, underachieved a little bit. There were a few more games that they probably should have won uh, with or without Blake Griffin. But, yeah, they, the eighth seed, the talent suggests that they're a little bit better than that. Uh, under what scenario would the Pistons ever give the Bucks a run in this series, you think? Um, barring something... Um, Tragic or um, yeah, what would they have injury? to do? Yeah, barring injury and well, something tragic. Yeah. Well, I, I think if they hit well from three, and and that's something that we've seen, and it's been very hot or cold. That your Langston Galloways, your um, Luke Kennard, your Wayne Ellingtons, if those those guys get really hot from three, and even Thon Maker, uh, who may end up starting for Blake Griffin, if those guys can get hot from three, they can pose a problem. And if they do something different defensively, they just have to take the ball out of Giannis's hands. And whether that means they're just trapping him, um, double-teaming, whatever has to happen, if they take the ball out of his hands and make him a perimeter shooter, they have a shot. I just don't know how they're going to be able to win this series, much less win a couple of games. What kind of impact, as we talk with Rod Beard with Detroit News, uh, has Thonmaker had since the trade over from Milwaukee? I, 
he does very well in the playoffs the last couple of years. There's a playoff thon. You'll see, I think, a more intense version of him. But it's going to be weird on our perspective seeing him like if he's guarding Giannis. I think that's just going to blow a lot of Bucks fans' minds. What's his uh, impact been like? Well, it, I think he's been more of an energy guy, and he's been a good weak side defender, and he can hit that corner three. So from a, a purely visual perspective, the eye test, you can see that he's hitting the shots that Stanley Johnson wasn't. So it's an upgrade from there. But when he's a strong side defender, when he's got to defend the post, that's where he runs into some bigger issues. He doesn't have the the uh, girth and the strength to defend some of the bigger defenders. Even Tyler Zeller the other day from Memphis just kind of moved him out of the way and dunked right over him. And that's the improvement he's got to get is, is in the weight room and in his, his strength in the post and guarding the post. But and, and maybe driving on offense, he's not a great ball handler, and he doesn't move guys out of the way himself when he has the ball. What what difference has Dwayne Casey made since coming over from Toronto? I think he's established a culture and a, and a, a, a thought that this can be a winning team uh, and a foundation of what they need to do, that this is just making the playoffs is just the ground level of what they're trying to do. It would have been a huge disappointment had they not been able to make it. But right now it really is understanding, hey, in this last couple of weeks where they were very close to not making the playoffs, the things they had to do, the wins they had to get, the way that they had to play, and the mentality that they had to bring, he's instilled that in them in a way that they hadn't had under Stan Van Gundy. So I think it's just the beginning pieces of that and the, the player development piece also that you can see where Thionmaker is making some subtle improvements, give him a, a summer league and some time to work on his game, that I think those things are going to elevate as well. And I think he's given some uh, confidence to Andre Drummond to do some things on the offensive end, uh, and, and just the assistant coaching staff and some of the other guys that he's brought in have helped with that too. Rod Beard, Detroit News. You can find him on Twitter, D-E-T News, Rod Beard. Let's say the Bucks do get past the Pistons. Let's Let's make that assumption. When you look at Milwaukee, do you see them as a team that can ultimately get through this Eastern Conference? They obviously have the one seed and would be a slight favorite, but I think a lot of these other teams, I mean, whoever gets hot here in the next couple of weeks could be that team to face probably Golden State. How do you view Milwaukee's chances? Again, under the assumption they get past the Pistons. Yeah, if they're able to get through this first round, I, I like their chances to go and, and make it to the NBA Finals because I think they've been the most consistent and when you look at what Lopez has done from three, he provides a different element that they haven't had. Eric Bledsoe always has been a good on-ball defender. They've got the pieces there to where they can match up with a Boston, with a Philly, uh, with any of those guys. The question is going to be, does that lack of playoff experience and not having won a couple of rounds and been almost there, can you make that jump from being an eight seed and a lower seed all the way to the NBA Finals. Most people thought Boston would be able to make that transition. Um, Toronto is right there also. But uh, the most consistent throughout the year has been the Bucks, and that's how they established that best record in the league. That's the most intriguing part of this is are they mature enough, have they learned enough, and are they tough enough at this point to make it in an NBA referee uh, series to get all the way there. What do you like getting out of the, out of the Eastern Conference? I like Milwaukee. I, I've yeah. said it from uh, from from the, the beginning of the season. I think I picked them to go, uh, and when they got hard, and you you saw that they were playing well. I thought that that was a, a team that was going to be really hard to beat. And the way that Giannis played, I mean, he's my MVP. If uh, yeah, that I, I don't think that's a conversation between him and Harden. I think it, it is very much 
in most years, people give it to the best player on the best team, but I think mm-hmm. Giannis has shown that he's improved his game enough, and he's pulled a team that, yes, it has enough backup where Harden maybe doesn't, but Harden just feels like mainly numbers and purely numbers, and uh, Giannis it really is. He's elevated a team that wasn't clearly as good as this last year and made them a number one seed, not only in the East, but the best record in the league, and I think that says something. Rod, appreciate it. Enjoy your time in Milwaukee when you're here, and I, yeah, we will check in with you. If the series goes five, we'll check in with you again. Are you staying here the whole time through Wednesday, or are you going back? Is the team going back? No, the Pistons, the Pistons are going back, so I'll come yeah. back on uh, on you. Monday. Wait, how am, I, how am I dressing here? Am I bringing a heavy coat or just a light spring coat? Uh, heavy coat is always... You never know. No, bring uh, everything. Bring yeah. everything. Bring everything. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it could be plan. snow. It could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Right. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate it. Rod Beard, you can follow him on Twitter again, uh, Det, D-E-T, News, Rod Beard. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're they're going back, uh, the Pistons. I thought maybe they'd stay. Well, I think you you would think that they would say because Milwaukee is the greatest city in the world. Well, I would say I, here's what's probably happened. They're going to probably keep all the equipment here, and the players are going to be shuttled back to to uh, to Detroit, and then it'll just come back, you know, a day or two later. They'll come back, you know, well, Tuesday night or Tuesday afternoon. It's all about getting sleeps in your own bed. Yeah, and you try almost, to steal as many of those as you can. Some of those coaches feel that way, and some some don't. Like you know, like if football. There's been times when an East Coast team has gone out to the West Coast and they've had to play out there on two consecutive Sundays, and they'll just stay out there and practice. That almost seems to never work, though, because they'll practice yeah, out there. It doesn't and ever work. And then they'll come out there, and then that second game, they'll just just get crushed. Now, game three and four, the Bucks will probably stay out there. It's a Saturday and a Monday. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. Danny, let me read this tweet from Danny. He says, guys, there's already a ton of Bucks fans going to Detroit. I've already got my tickets for games three and four. Oh, that's awesome. So that'll be cool to see uh, how many of you do make it over to Detroit. 414-799-1250. We'll take a few more calls, predictions, before we get to Brian Windhorst at 8.05. Remember, Perkins has the seafood celebration not only going on today, but tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, and really good on Friday. Seafood celebration. You want some seafood? You want some fish? The menu at Perkins has a lot of great options. From the Monterey Shrimp Pasta to the Jumbo Shrimp Dinner, the Fisherman's Hoagie with a side of fries and the Shrimp Po' Boy, you can get that all and your Friday fish fry today at Perkins. Tomorrow, kids eat free after 4. So if you get a meal like this or any meal on their menu, the kid that you bring, yours, your niece, your nephew, your grandkid, they eat for free off the kids' menu. That's at Perkins all over the Milwaukee area. 414-799-1250. This is a Fear the Deer Friday. Nothing but box. It continues with you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.